Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another round of the Hoosier Hero Drivers for 2024. Brandon Shepard, congratulations, but thanks for spending some time with us. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's an honor to be here, and I'm just uh, happy that Hoosier was able to choose me and that the fans voted me as to be their Hoosier Hero. Well, I don't know why they wouldn't. Let's put it that way. Love watching <laughs> you on TV and stuff like that, and uh, uh, you know, you're, you're I don't know how to describe your late model driving, which you do, but you, you got to just be out of control all the time, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Every once in a while. <laughs> I try not to be, right? Most of the time, I, I try to make it look the best I can. But uh, some places, you know, especially coming up here, we're going to the Dome in St. Louis there, and that place is just so small that uh, sometimes that's the way you got to drive. you got to drive out of control and, and uh, make it look the best you can, I guess. So you're not going to have some big motor in there either for the Dome, do you? Or do well, you? We, we don't really have any small motors, so... <laughs> I can tell you one thing. It's way too much for the size of the track, for sure, but uh, we make the most out of it. So, Brandon Shepard is a late model, and uh, you've been running the World Outlaw Series. What are, you, what are you going to run for 24? Um, we're going to run a series. We haven't really committed to Lucas or World of Outlaws yet, but okay. um, we're going to run one of the series, and we're going to you know hit and miss and do a little bit of testing and just uh, – you know, run the races that make the most sense for us and where we think we can make some money at. And, um, you know, and then, of course, run one of the series and and uh, just hopefully we can have a solid year like we did again this year and learn a lot and uh, just do a good job for Longhorn and all of our sponsors. So how was 2023? <clears throat> um, I It's not as good as where I wanted to be, for sure. sure. We yeah. didn't have as many wins as I'd like to. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, I think we had six wins that were 20,000 or up. Good. So I yep. think we had good quality wins. Uh, we just need to improve the amount of wins in the win column. So, um, so talk know. about your car a little bit. It's a dirt late model, weighs 30, 2,300 pounds. Oh, it's 2,300, 2,400. Yeah. Oh, so I thought you was up higher in the weight on that deal. Motor's around 900. Yep, about 900 horse. Somewhere around. Yep. I can't disclose everything you want to disclose yeah. about that too. But tell us the thrill of that car when you're – running down that straightaway and that corner's coming up and you're ready to set that car and the g-force and everything else too yeah it's definitely a very humbling sport and it's uh something that you know it, they're difficult cars to drive um some will say some cars are harder to drive than others and whatnot but um some other disciplines of racing anyway but uh overall you know i'm so used to them now that they you know i can tell the difference between one or the other but at the end of the day they all drive really good and um you know for me it's just uh the the amount of work and um passion that we put into the sport to have um the satisfaction of being able to sit behind a really good race car and uh feel what it's like and just be the guy that gets to hold on to the wheel is uh it's really awesome for me so what's uh, you got a favorite track Man, I got a lot of favorite tracks. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to name one, but obviously Fairbury and Farmer City are high up on my list. Those places you can't argue with uh, how Fairbury races or how Farmer City races. Uh, back in Illinois, also tracks that I kind of grew up racing on, so that helps too. And then, uh, but I think outside of Illinois, Cedar Lake Speedway up in Wisconsin, New Richmond, Wisconsin, that place is uh, man, it's it's awesome That's and it cool puts place. on a good show. And uh, the fan base there is it's pretty awesome too. So let's talk about reading the dirt. Can you, do you really, for our people that are watching and listening, you really got to read the dirt, don't you? Or are you actually track free go and then are you just running on a field for knowing where to go, high, low, middle, or whatever? Um, I mean, you do to a certain extent when you get out there, but, um, you know, throughout the night, the track changes so much. And I mean, we go to places that slow down four or five seconds throughout the night. 
Yeah. And then we go to tracks that only slow down. So uh, just being able to walk track and knowing, you know, when the line changes or when the slick moves up or down or, um, you know, just paying attention to how slick the track's getting and how slow it's getting is a big deal in our sport for sure. And, uh, you know, it helps to have good people and good crew behind you so that, you know, you don't have to worry about the car or you don't have to worry about the track. Everybody can kind of help each other in all the aspects of it to put together a full night. And that's the hardest part is putting together a full night. You guy can qualify fast time every night, but if he don't run good top heat. three in the feature or good in the heat and don't put himself in position for the feature, then he's, he's hard holding you know, out of it. Yeah, exactly. So, so how many crew run with you? How many guys you have working on the car at the track? I know there's uh, probably a lot of people in the shop, but what about at the track? Yeah, this year we'll have three guys with us at all time, three not times. including me. So yep. four of you are running through the, through their parts. So everybody's got their certain job probably too, right? Yeah, for sure. At the end of the day, we all help each other, but uh, yeah, we, we have a, you know, a certain job for each, for each one, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, whatever needs done, they all pitch in and do, but yeah. So, yeah. So let's talk tire. Of course, we're here for Hoosier and everything else too. Uh, new tires, whatever. How are we look? What are you thinking of the tires? Where are we at? Uh, I think we're in a good position right now, honestly. Uh, you know, last year they announced a new tire rule that was a national late model tire um, across all the tracks throughout the country. And a lot of people didn't agree. Um, a lot of people thought it wouldn't work just because, uh, you know, the, the compounds were different. Like when we would go to, you know, a Charlotte or a, a Southern racetrack where we would normally run an open style tire. Um, now we run these national late model tires and the patterns are different and uh, the construction of the tires different. So it's definitely thrown it for thrown us for a curve a little bit as far as setups go, but I think overall um, having the three or four compounds that we have and and being able to um, kind of minimize what we have in our trailer and have a better idea for you know if if a guy lives in Texas and he wants to go race up in Wisconsin you he's know, probably got the right tires that's the thing know, I, yeah. somewhere so being involved with Hoosier the the time we've been and stuff it was always blowing away how many options you had before yeah. this yeah. there was just every time if this one the, 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 the wr1 w2 12 exactly. there's yeah. sizes all over the place so i yeah. kind of get the idea of kind of consoling but it, you're right it does make it easy for guys in texas wants to go run up run yeah. up north or up uh, south or run north or whatever can he can he can get in his trailer and go exactly yep so it's uh that's where i think it's helped and for me it really doesn't matter i mean we're gonna put what tires we need to on the car anyway and i think a lot of the national touring guys will say the same thing but I think uh, for the local racer, you know, like we talked about Fairbury a little bit, a little bit ago, <clears throat> Fairbury is one of the places that's getting to me to where it's one of the most well-known racetracks, dirt late model racetracks in the country. Um, you know, and there might be a guy that is from South Carolina that wants to go try his luck, and he's he's been on that tire, so now he can feel a little bit better about going up there and, and racing a few races just because he's at least he's raced that tire before to where in the past – a guy from Fairbury could go to South Carolina and race on a tire that he's never raced on in his life or vice versa. Yep. So, uh, you know, I, I think as a whole, they're going in the right direction, not only for that, but, um, you know, just kind of. Well, I think a lot of people just, the, the change is hard to change. And it's everything. hard you to get, change. You get set That's in your groove the problem. And yeah, so there's was... a, yep, it's hard to change. Um, and our sport's evolving so much every year that, uh, you know, I think that was just one of them things where every, a lot of other things were change at the same time like they always do and then they thrown that on top of us too and you know everybody panicked for a little bit but i think at the end of the day we're we're in a better position now than when we were 
Very true. So we don't have anything locked in for 24 uh, from that part yet, but uh, probably have some announcement here shortly, whatever, too. But uh, long-term plans, just going to keep running late models? Got any other plans to run anything else or stuff like that or any other race cars or anything? Um, yeah, I don't know. You never know. I've, I actually, uh, I got an offer from a guy to drive a, a world of outlaw sprint car at Jacksonville, my home track, um, coming up. I think the race is May 1st. So, um, you never know on that. I've, you know, been offered that opportunity a few times, never have, um, took anything of it just because we're so busy with our schedule, but that's something that I'd like to do at some point. I, I ran some, uh, sprint car stuff back in 2010 or 11, I think it was and some midget stuff um the, the sprint car deal is is it's always been intriguing to me and them them guys are a lot of fun to race with and um so maybe do that uh but for the most part long term i think the late models where my home is and that's yep. where my heart is so that's where i'm gonna stay that sounds good anyway uh nick what's left on our list of questions for brandon uh, so for 2024 you're going to be the house driver for longhorn chassis yep. um you've been in a longhorn uh, for the past couple of years since you started driving your own stuff again. Yep. Um, but uh, what does being the Longhorn house driver now kind of, I can kind of what kind of resources and what kind of advantages uh, does that help you and your team with uh, for going into the future? Uh, it's going to be awesome for me. You know, I've, I've been in the position for a long time um, where I, you know, help out the customers and just be, um, you know, a good ambassador for the brand. Um, and now to be that for Longhorn chassis instead of rocket chassis where I was before, um, you know, it's, it's really cool for me to, to know that somebody can, um, you know, put that kind of faith in me and, and, uh, you know, I've always been one that's, you know, not afraid to help somebody and, you know, to put the information out there so that, you know, I like to, you know, from a chassis manufacturer standpoint, you got to have your customers have that faith in you that yeah. you'll lead them in the right direction mm -hmm. anyway, right? Um, so for Steve Arpin and, and John and Paul each to, to put that faith in me, to be that person for them, it means the world to me. And it's one of my great opportunities that I've had in my career that uh, I don't know why they keep coming, but they keep coming. <laughs> and I'm very fortunate. Well, I very think there's a reason. It. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit of a reason. There's a, right? there's a reason. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, man, that's awesome. You know, we're happy for you. Um, we're uh, we're stoked that you are a Hoosier hero for 2024. Appreciate um, that. Man, you're going to be a great brand ambassador. And, uh, man, we're just so happy for you. Can't wait to can't wait to watch you. some of your races that you come to well, around our part it. of the country. And I always enjoy getting out and seeing some super late model racing and Absolutely. watching you guys do what you do. And, so, uh, man, just can't say enough for you and your career and just enjoy watching you, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on here. It uh, means a lot to me, and I'm going to keep trying to do the best job for you I can. I don't know. It's uh, we've, I think we've got ourselves in about the best position I've been in in a long time right now, and we got a lot of good people in our corner with, uh, you know, Steve Arpin and Kevin Rumley and all of our great sponsors that we have behind us and uh, Matt Langston and all the guys at Bill's seen and uh, just everybody involved with the team this year. I've got a uh, one of my old buddies back, uh, my crew chief, Randall Edwards, that I worked with in 2016 when I drove for best performance. Um, we have him back on the team this year, and then we've got uh, a good crew behind us. So I think we're in a good position, and we should have good things to come. Good deal, man. 
All right, we're excited to hear what your schedule is going to look like for 2024. It's going to be busy, I can tell you. It's going to be busy. (laughs) I'm sure it is. Wife's probably not going to be happy about it. No, I'm just kidding. She gets to come with me a lot. so That's good. um, Got a great support system behind me, and we're uh, looking forward to a busy 2024. Any other sponsors you want to thank or anything while you're on the air with us or anything, but you helps you get up and down the highway every day? Of course. You know, like I said, uh, Longhorn Chassis, Bilstein Shocks, some guys have been – they brought me in like family – um, treated me very well. Very thankful for them guys. Um, Valvoline, Coltman Farms, uh, Black Rifle Coffee Company. Um, I know, I know, I'm gonna forget a bunch of guys, I but I, I tell you, uh, Tom Paulson, Vern, uh, my buddy Vern back up in up in Minnesota. He's been really good to me, and uh, really thankful for him and everything he's done, and uh, let me stay at a shop a lot this year. So that was really cool. And then, uh, you know, like I said. Uh, my dad, my grandpa, my wife, my kids, uh, my whole support system, my great crew, uh, the whole Riggs family, Scott Riggs, Jason Riggs, Jack, Tara, everybody involved with that side of it. Um, I'm just really fortunate, really excited to get this deal rolling. Sounds like fun. Hey, Brandis, thanks for spending some time with us. Again, congratulations on being a 2024 Who's Your Hero. Good luck in 2024, and uh, let's go for some wins, buddy. We'll, Thank you. Absolutely. We'll be supporting you. That's for I sure, appreciate buddy. it. Appreciate it very much. Yeah, very thanks much. for having me. Thanks, you bet. Thanks, it, everybody. Thank we got one more coming up here around 4 o'clock Eastern time, 3 o'clock Central. Stay tuned. We'll be back. It's, oh, I spit it out, can I? In a few, few minutes. All right, guys. Thanks very much. <laughs>